Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Joey. And I'm Jeremy. And this is season two, episode twelve, coming at you hot and live with this uh I this new format that we're doing. Still twelve episodes in. Don't know how to start it. <laughs> <laughs> classic us. If there is such a thing as classic. I mean, we've been doing this for like two years, three yeah. years, two years. This two years was now, so I mean, we could essentially say this was like a a lockdown project at this point. Even though we started like a month before, that's true. So yeah, we 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 were starting as COVID as the world was, was ending, was washing over the world. <laughs> and boy, uh, what what a good venture this has been—a <laughs> worthwhile venture we have made. So much, so much money. We're so just much sitting on on bags of it, cash it, at this point. It doesn't matter about the money, Jeremy. We've made so much content. This this so great much content. content. So so it's about community. Anyways, uh, we <laughs> we talk about music on this yeah. podcast sometimes. <laughs> Occasionally, that is the intent of such a thing. This is episode one hundred and eight overall. Maybe we should just start fresh with season season episodes. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give it up finally. I know I've been resistant to for figuring out season two episode numbers. Yeah. Maybe this is a, a turning point, and I'm I'm, give, I'm throwing in the towel. So, just no, it's, this is the hundred and eighth episode, but it's it's season two episode twelve. Yeah. Now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> what did you listen to this past fortnight, Jeremy? <laughs> Man, it's I don't know. I feel like I haven't listened to anything. Oh my god. But, it's it's so weird. I just I don't know. I'm in a weird like headspace. I think because I'm moving soon. Yeah. And and sooner than I realize, honestly, like it just it occasionally just hits me, and I'm panicking about how how soon it is that I'll be driving across the country with, with all your I stuff. Own. Yeah. So uh, that's fun. But um, yeah, last week I I had a list of things that I wanted to check out, and I did. But I feel like I checked them out so like early in the cycle that I, I haven't like quote unquote been listening to them yeah. necessarily. So like I listened to Billy Strings' uh, home album, which is is great bluegrass. Uh, he's a very talented guitarist and and singer, but I wasn't really in like a, a bluegrassy mood. Yeah. So I I listened to it while I was in the shower and then never again. Um, there is one of them that's been constant pretty much the whole two weeks, the whole fortnight that we've been away. And this was something that I, I found immediately after recording our previous episode, which is an album called Valentine by an artist called Snail Mail. Um, I was drawn in by the album art. It's it's one I sent you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Last week of uh, just just a it's a, it's a good attractive album cover. I think for me, it's just like a simple photo of the singer in like a nice like kind of pink suit top with some some kind of ruffly undershirt kind of thing and then i want to wear like that a, a, bl- a red a red background or whatever but yeah uh it was it came up from youtube music they suggested it because i'd been listening to soccer mommy and i think that's a good uh bridge to tie between those two artists because they are similar in ways the album is good in kind of the opposite way i think of that soccer mommy album because the soccer mommy album was a fun surprise and it kind of it grew and it evolved throughout the album, whereas the Snail Mail album is very consistent most of the way through. Like it starts off delivering a sound and it keeps that sound 
Um, not in like a negative way. I know sometimes that does feel like a negative when there's not a lot of like variation, but it's just a very solid album, I think. So I've been I've been listening to that most consistently over the past fortnight, and then a couple albums recently ish. Uh, one one big one in particular stands out as something oh. that I've been listening to in the past past week. Man, I feel like your one big one is something that I should have checked out but have not because I just haven't yeah. been able to bring myself to do it. Well, some... that, okay, so so I guess we'll just. What else have you been listening to then? If if not that one, so for some reason, I mean, like hot off the tail end of our last episode, I was you talked about Billy Strings, which I knew mm-hmm. I'd listened to some of him enough to know like what his sound was, and I listened to a little bit of him, but then I kind of fell into back into Panopticon because that was like the the bluegrass black metal, which. Then brought me back to none, the the band that we we checked out an album of theirs, yeah. And uh, life has gone on long enough uh, for all you people out there wondering what the album is. But Feedback yeah, loop I, episode beep. Yeah, edit that in, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Maybe it'll happen. Uh, but yeah, like I listened to them, and that was just kind of where I was at. And then that kind of for some reason led me into a nostalgia for like I guess music that I listened to when I was probably between the ages of like five and nine like nine or ten stuff that was on the radio when I would be like in the car going to like the Sellersburg pool with yeah. my mom in the, the middle the of the day. nostalgia yeah like it's just like which I listened to like third eye blinds self-titled <laughs> album which, which listening to it now, I'm like, why, like, yeah. why was this a song that like was on the radio? Like a bunch of songs that were on the, the radio. I mean, I guess Jumper has a nice positive yeah. message and everything, but then there's like, uh, how's it going to be is kind of almost sad boy in a way, but then their, their big hit semi charmed life is just, uh, about living a life is like a meth addict, but yeah. that has some really solid, like deep cuts on it. So yeah. everybody out there, go listen to Third Eye Blind's self-titled album, which I then also started listening to a lot of Everclear, which, like, I don't know. That's just, those were, like, two big bands that were on the radio in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, I guess. And yeah. that for some reason, just, like, listening to that, it instantly puts me in, like, the seat behind the driver's seat in, in our minivan that we would ride to the pool in and then go to the Chinese takeout place like four times a week afterwards. And it was yeah. just a very vivid memories. So is, is that like, uh, cause I don't, I, I, I've, I've not listened to a lot of Everclear or through mm-hmm. my mind to be clear, but I think the comparable albums that I would have from that time of my life, I would consider kind of like comfort food albums. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not something that I would acclaim, right? I wouldn't say that it's like God tier music or my yeah. favorite poems even, but listening to them is just kind of this blanket of, of like warmth and, and comfort for a time that is, that was so like so innocent and so far past, so far in the past. Yeah. I'm, I'm about the same. Like they're, they're more like a, a weighted blanket wrapping around you, but not to say, not to discount either of those bands, 
because I mean, for sure, appara- for sure. apparently they're both still active. Like, oh really? Whenever I looked at Third Eye Blind on Spotify, they recently released an album. I think it was like an unplugged type of album, but they have tour dates. They're still playing shows. So I mean, Good for them, hats off to them. And they're not bad albums by any means. I mean, Third Eye Blind self-titled album is honestly front to back better than I expected it to be. It's not like interesting. I mean, of course it has their three biggest hits on it, but there's <laughs> yeah. also some solid like deep cuts on it to keep you at least interested throughout the whole album. Um, but oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to add that to my list. Definitely. It's, it's good, solid, like nine, late nineties radio rock sound. Like, I don't know how else to describe it other than that. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Like, I am aware of Third Eye Blind and and Everclear, and I know their songs, but I cannot, for the life of me, think that I ever heard them on the radio. Mm -hmm. Because it's just not... I guess when I was of that age, most of the time was that I was listening to the radio was in the car with my parents, and my mother (laughs) liked country music. So, so I got a lot of like Alan Jackson and stuff like that kind of yeah. uh, country. And when my dad was driving and when he was picking songs, it was all classic rock. Yeah. So those are, those are the kind of like, that's where, and I, I feel like that's common for our area perhaps, but there wasn't a lot of like modern music or, or modern pop or modern rock or, or definitely not hip hop. Yeah. Uh, coming yeah, out that of, never of our cars. So like, which is, is weird. In that, like, I would consider Avril Lavigne's first album a very similar kind of nostalgia because that was two thousand three ish. So I guess that's kind of on the tail end of what the, the age group that you were talking about. But like, I, I'm surprised that that is kind of a nostalgic album for me, just because it doesn't seem like something that my parents would be listening to. But I think my dad actually did enjoy it, and I guess at that age, it was more like me and my cousins were were hanging out and listening to music and stuff. But I don't know what like would hit the same way. I mean, I guess classic rock, like listening to Led Zeppelin and, and yeah. whatever radio classic rock and queen and stuff would be similar, but I don't really feel nostalgia for that stuff. It's just good music. I think yeah. Yeah. Like, it still holds up incredibly well for me. So I, I don't, I don't know if I have something specifically like of that time period for me because I, the radio music wasn't super interesting or it still holds up for me. Yeah. And I've, this may just be like a my generation thing that happens with every generation, but I feel like that period of time produced so many like one hit wonders, even if yeah. they had other hits. Cause I mean like Everclear had a lot of hits. Like they had at least like five or six big hits. Uh, Third Eye mm-hmm. Blind had like probably three or four big hits, but like there was like all those bands like, uh, Savage Garden or like yeah. thir- like Three Doors Down, Marcy Playground, like they they had like their one big song that was on yeah. the radio, and I it's think, just I think you'd upset a lot of people by putting Three Doors Down in that category. No, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're <laughs> bad. I will definitely jam to some Three Doors Down, but like when you think about like hits that get on the radio, they have like a like I don't know. You think about Led Zeppelin, and it's just like whenever they Everything. were on the radio. Hit after hit after hit. Everything after. was a hit. Literally, yeah. their entire first four albums were just hits. Yeah, but it's because a lot of them were a tried and true blues blues classics that they adopted into. Well, but you know, you adopted. know, adopted. But uh, you know, <laughs> they they wrote rock versions of them. 
But sure. they were hit after hit after hit. And I feel like there's a lot of stuff, which, I mean, maybe somebody who grew up in the 80s, 70s, they'll recognize the one hit wonders that they heard on the radio. But I feel like there was a very distinct sound between all of that, like the rock one For hit sure. wonders that came on the radio that I don't know, like it's just something about that is it's different because like you said, Led Zeppelin and a lot of classic rock that have held the test of time. You can listen to them as like actual music. Right. And this is, this is going to sound like I'm bashing the music <laughs> that I'm, I was talking about and I'm not, but like, Maybe it's because I continued to listen to a lot of classic rock and stuff, and I dropped a lot of the late 90s music, but I've come back to it, and it's like, it's just held so pristine in this little time bubble where even older music, I can listen to music from the 40s, and it feels yeah. more relevant to what I would listen to right now Agreed. instead of that time bubble. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It, it's It's very true, I think, in that... I guess part of that is, at least for 40s music, you weren't listening to that as a kid. So at at some point as you were growing up, you discovered it, presumably after you were listening to 90s radio rock. So even in that aspect, it's newer to you, and therefore it it feels more relevant. But yeah, that is kind of a fun, like I guess, idiosyncrasy with (laughs) with how you experience time and, and music and... Because I, I definitely agree with like the whole like forties and thirties and and all of that kind of like and, and like doo wop and stuff fifties like all of that stuff feels more fresh yeah. than a lot of like nineties radio rock and, and radio music that I don't really care for. But maybe maybe this this is just me realizing not realizing I guess but voicing the fact that I don't I don't really care for a lot of nineties music. I mean nineties had a lot of good grunge for sure. Yeah absolutely there's some great shit that happened from the 90s but as far as like radio play like especially around here i cannot stand 90s like r&b and like boy bands and and like the country music is is not not great for me either and like, yeah. it's just i don't know there, there's so much that just feels blah to me that i it, none of it stands out but like going deeper back even though like a lot of the music from the 30s sounded very similar they kind of, there was kind of like defined there was still a defined like pop right what what people were into it and and so you could argue that it all also sounds bland relative to everything else that was happening but i i guess it would just be because it, it, we're holding it to different standards yeah right? so we, we we we're able to be more critical of things that we have experienced in the moment that it happens I guess for better and worse. I mean, obviously, like you were saying, we're not necessarily shitting on those bands. <laughs> we're not. We're not saying Third Night Blind is a bad band or anything. But they're held to a different standard as Led Zeppelin, yeah. as a lot of like the the Ink, the Ink Spots and the Mills Brothers and, and stuff like that. They're because we we can separate them yeah. clearly from our own timeline to say like no, like it was a different time back then. But it's harder to do that for music that we've experienced i guess recently relatively yeah yeah i and that's that's a very good point like i'm sure people who were around whenever the ink spots and the mills brothers were in their heyday back in the day they also probably have a lot of the similar sounding bands that didn't stand the test of time but they were like yeah that's what i listened to when i was a kid and it's like yeah like led zeppelin i mean you think about all of our dads and 
moms who lived through the seventies and grew up yeah. in that time. And I'm sure they had all their, all their bands that weren't Led Zeppelin or the Rolling <laughs> yeah. Stones or whatever yeah. that, that we don't care. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares about them anymore. <laughs> I, that's mean. Definitely. People definitely <laughs> still care about them for but, sure. For but sure. like they don't, they're not like the gods that the other bands right. are. Yeah, and that's something that I think is interesting that I think about. I don't I don't want to say I think about it often, but I think about it in, in that um, there's not... I feel like there's not a lot of that happening now, right? With yeah. music that's coming out, even since, like, the 2000s, there's, there hasn't been a lot of, like, absolute pinnacle of music <laughs> kind of kind of bands that, that show up and, and, and make an impact like that and and maybe again it's just the, the this kind of the fact that i'm living through it i'm not able to notice it until like reflecting on it but it, it i i couldn't name one quote-unquote modern act that has had the the kind of esteem and like uh has been placed on the same pedestal as like led zeppelin has right yeah Maybe maybe you could argue like hip hop and rap really took yeah, off in like, like the Kendrick Lamar two thousands. Kendrick Lamar, he's huge. Right? Eminem, Eminem in his heyday, he's a cultural icon for sure. Yeah, I just feel like that that's still several layers below like how glamorized and how like how there were guitar gods. Aren't they're yeah. not like, that's not even a yeah. thing. The rock star like, era, feels. like yeah. yeah, it just it feels totally totally different to me. I, I agree. I definitely feel like there's a lot of bands now that have made such bands and artists. I'm not going to exclude like hip hop acts, rappers, whoever pop artists. Uh, but there's, I feel like there's a lot of people now that are doing more for music than I feel like, and this may be unfair because I didn't once again, didn't live through it, but people who are doing more for like the landscape of music now than people in the past did. Like, I feel like there's more innovation happening now than I feel like happened in, like, the era of, like, the 60s and 70s. Which, don't get me wrong, when Black Sabbath came out with, like... Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Heavy metal. It's, like... like they're, they're, it's hard to to judge. I, I do completely understand what you're saying, where it, it feels like there's more innovation and more creativity. But, like, at the same time, without... Like, if if those things, like Black Sabbath... Yeah. didn't come into fruition like they they at the time they were absolutely like revolutionary right the yeah. beatles right that's true the biggest fucking music sensation <laughs> of all fucking time and their music looking back on it isn't super like we wouldn't consider that like super out there or like creative yeah. or like shocking or anything because that's the ground level that everything else was built on it seems yeah so like i i think i think there is to an extent, I understand in that, like, we we having experienced everything previously in in the music realm, right? Has not not you and I, we we as a society, yeah. To be clear, and and musicians and stuff, like, there there's so many building blocks that have been placed that is allowing us to reach higher heights and allowing us to kind of spread out more and and, and deviate more from from means and technology is part of that. Right? Yeah. it's allowing us to get sounds and 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 tones and stuff that we wouldn't previously but like it it's 
it's we have a foundation a lot of a lot of classic music is kind of just the foundation on which modern artists are building from and yeah. so it kind of makes sense that it's just gonna we're just gonna keep pushing the boundaries as as we advance through life or until we all die i guess as a as a society and, and species that yeah well and plus i guess that like there were a lot of people who in the past worked extremely fucking hard to get these out there sounds that yeah, now you true. can just literally download you a computer program and it doesn't yeah. like so forget that i said that i guess i was just saying that uh now it seems like it's happening faster like more sure. innovation is happening in more directions but we also have access to more music more more underground music that literally nobody outside of a basement would have heard like right you you have access to like your neighbor's kids garage band on the internet now yeah. which you wouldn't have in the past so we we're we're just extremely lucky to be where at where we're at i guess and it's gone to my head <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's a bigger discussion that maybe we shouldn't get into but but maybe in a future episode we can talk about maybe not i feel like it's it's been talked about yeah. enough perhaps but the fact that music is so accessible how how does that affect its value in the the average person's day-to-day life right? yeah and i feel like i feel like that discussion's been had maybe we'll talk about it in, in the future but that's something that kind of came into mind i just realized we're we, we've been rambling a lot which is good but uh we don't want to make this a bit too long-winded the big album that we alluded to previously uh, that i was i'm assuming is we're, we're on the same wavelength here is beach yeah. bunny's new album yeah mm-hmm. it came out this past friday um as of this recording and so you haven't had a chance to listen to it no I don't, I don't know why, but every time I was about to, I just didn't. And then interesting Then I, I don't want to say anything. I do. I do want to loop back to this as at some point after you've listened to it, because I feel like it's worth discussing at the okay. very least. Okay. And, and I think that we, we could get some good conversation out of the album emotional creature, which uh, we were both looking forward to. Yeah. We're I'm very much looking forward to it. I've just, some uh, stuff at work was popping off recently, and yeah. I've just been there's there's a reason I've been looking to the past for comfort lately, <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like I was not in the headspace to uh, yeah. to listen to something I had been looking forward to so much. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. You got to kind of kind of keep your keep yourself going before you can experience the good stuff to the fullest. I guess. Yeah. But uh, in, the, coming coming up. Uh, actually, tomorrow, as of this recording, is Friday. We're recording on Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday, New Music Day. Uh, I want I want to listen to the new Dance Gavin Dance album Ooh. that comes out because I've never really listened to Dance Gavin Dance. Um, I, I know they have a very unique and like interesting style, and I've heard some of the singles from the new album. And I've I've always kind of they've been on my radar and in the back of my mind of something that like I could potentially enjoy and want to check out. And they have a new album coming out tomorrow, and I've enjoyed some of the singles, so I think I'm gonna, gonna pull the trigger and become a dance Gavin dance boy for the nice. weekend, and and just kind of absorb all that and, and feel it in. Well, hell yeah! Um, on my horizon, of course, I have the Beach Bunny album, um, <laughs> but outside of that, I I want to listen to more of Burial, which is one of I won't say he like 
necessarily like created dubstep or anything like the original dubstep not like the skrillex dubstep because he didn't really create that, okay, it let's be let's be clear real quick that's called bro step yeah uh, okay there we go good i'm glad you made that distinction <laughs> because i would have had some really pissed off people in the comments like you call that shit dubstep which no <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm one of those don't, people. don't get me wrong no but <laughs> but uh yeah so burial was kind of he had the song archangel which I've listened to, I've been listening to his album Untrue a whole lot. He kind of took it to another level, I guess is what I'll say. He made it it was just a very nice n- not ambient, but it is an album that like takes you on an on a journey and it can put yeah. you in the shoes of I feel like it can put you in the shoes of somebody who's like experiencing what burial himself experienced when he was writing it like just like some loneliness some gray skies some like rainy nights and everything out on the street working hard and uh i want he has like a newer album and i want to i want to listen to it so i might look him up because i've not listened to his music and i i like dubstep i, li- I like i don't dislike bro step yeah <laughs> as, as it, uh, it's called but uh yeah i don't know it's, it's interesting i feel like we've never really discussed a lot of like dubstep. I, I don't know what your, your general background is with dubstep in general. Cause like, I mean, obviously Skrillex was huge. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you, you listened to your fair share of Skrillex back in the day, but like as, as far as other things, I, I feel like it's, it's not something that we've had the, the crossover between us on as, as far as dubstep goes. Maybe we should, because I listen to a whole lot of just general electronic. I was subscribed to a blog. To a lot of like Monster Cat and stuff too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which... I was subscribed to a, yeah, it's kind of, they do a lot of different ed- like electronic genres and everything. Right. And they, they have a big thing, but like Mr. Fiji Ouija, I was all about some mm-hmm. Mr. Fiji Ouija back in the day. I was subscribed to a blog called the Daily Wub where they just put out like dubstep and eh, loose air quotes. Whenever I say right, dubstep, yeah, remixes I think, I think that's stuff. also. I think that's that's probably why there's been not a lot of like crossover between us talking about dubstep is because it's such a it it has become such a vague yeah. description of of a sound, and there it it obviously, especially kind of looping back to what you're talking about innovation, like there's been because it's all computer generated sounds like. There, there's always something new and fresh and, and there's so many different directions you can run with it and there it's hard to tell to draw the line and say when something is no longer quote-unquote dubstep or it needs to have a new subgenre created yeah. for it i guess because there's just there's so much being produced right and yeah it, obviously dubstep's not like as popular as it, it was in like the 2010s no, but, oh like, my! It was everywhere. It was fucking everywhere, but yeah, I, I, th- I think it's interesting that like it, it's such a blanket term. It feels now, and like e- even within music dubstep that I like, it, it I feel like I was just having this discussion uh, like yesterday. I think about how um, Excision, which is one of my mm-hmm. favorite like dubstep artists, he's kind of he he survived quote unquote the the 2010s dubstep bro step kind of explosion yeah and he stuck around he kept doing what he was doing and he kind of thrived after after the whole bro step movement had moved on he still had a reliable 
fan base and he still kept doing what he wanted to do. And nowadays, nowadays, I say, <laughs> not even like seven, yeah. five years after what I'm talking about. Um, I, I feel like he's getting to a point that, I mean, he has his own label now and I think this is part of it, but I feel like a lot of his music is just kind of becoming homogenous and, and there's not a lot that's like standing out yeah. from him. So I'm, I'm down to check out Burial for sure. Hell yeah. And I, I kind of want to want to hear some some new fresh dubstep sounds because I feel like Excision, Excision's kind of been kind of been flatlining on that for me. Shit, dude, man. If we're going like, I, I don't know. I might, if depending on how you feel about Burial, I might have some other albums to throw out. Yeah, and, and depending on how I feel about Burial, I might have some some other dubstep wrecks for you as well, just to kind of, we can, we can find each other's boundaries on this <laughs> sort of thing. I don't fucking know. Do you have anything else you need to talk about this week? Nah, man, I made us ramble for way too long. I'm sorry. No, this was good. I enjoy, I enjoy rambling episodes much more than just ch- checking off items on my list. I didn't have a lot anyway. Yeah. Like I said that there wasn't a whole lot going on for me. Um, I definitely want to follow up on the beach bunny album. Hell yeah. Next fortnight. So try to get some, some listening time into that. Obviously don't force yourself into it because that's not what this is about. Um, otherwise I think in the next, maybe not the next episode, but the episode after I might be in Washington. That's going to be fucking nuts, dude. So I'll be, I'll be recording from a different state, a different time zone. Think you and your webcam is going to look like a Washington man. I've got, I'm going to, I'm going to have a full, full ass beard. I'm going to be wearing a plaid, a plaid button up shirt. I'm going to be a lumber jacket or something or be, be a hipster or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Stay in our feedback loop guys. Bye. <laughs>